Yo, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, When He Speaks Erotica from a Man's Perspective. Tonight's topic is sex, dreams, and fantasy. Personally, Mr. I want to thank you all for your love and support. Your generous donation and words of encouragement means a lot to me. Greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, and I was able to check my numbers earlier today as far as listenership, and that reflects the love and support that you have given me. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate that, appreciate that enough. So once again, thank you. Um, let me give this disclaimer. The content displayed on this podcast is the intellectual property of when he speaks erotica. You may not reuse, republish, or reprint such content without our written consent. All information provided is merely for entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for professional advice should you decide to act upon any information on this podcast, you do so at your own risk. While the information on this podcast has been verified to the best of our ability, we cannot guarantee that there is no mistakes or errors. Okay, like I said, name of this podcast is, I'm sorry, this is episode nine, Sex, Dreams, and Fantasy. So please sit back, relax, let me talk to you. Okay. Sex dreams and fantasies. Um, for me, sex dreams, they were on the regular when I was young, you know. Um, as far as fantasizing, I may have fantasized over a couple of people. One in particular was Miss Phyllis Hyman, the late. Phyllis loved, loved Phyllis And then the next fantasy I had was one of the Jet Beauties in the Jet Magazine, Jet Beauty of the Week. I don't know if it was Jane Kennedy or I know it was a star. I just can't remember who it was. I want to say it was Jane Kennedy. Jane Kennedy. A lot of young heads ain't gonna know this, but Jane Kennedy from the penitentiary days. Yes, Lord, yes. So my fantasizing wasn't wasn't much because I felt like it preoccupied too much of my time, you know? So um, don't get me wrong, I, I did have some outside of those two sources that I named, but it wasn't much, you know, because I was into but comic books and, you know, space and science and stuff like that, that, you know, was something I thought about. That's the stuff that I would fantasize about what's out there in the universe. So, but anyway, um, I'm gonna give you four different dreams that people normally have on the regular. The first one is sex dreams about your boss. <laughs> This one is funny to me because, for one, I don't like to use the word boss. I, I never care 
to call nobody my boss, you know? So the person who was in charge of the environment that I was working in, nah, nah, yo. I could think of maybe one, maybe two in the two, two in the possible, one in the possible that I would, you know, probably want to get with. Everybody else, one happening captain. You know what I'm saying? No, couldn't do it. Wasn't gonna do it. Return the other way. Hold my head down. Whatever. I wasn't giving that vibe like I was looking at you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this dream is considered to be a common dream. I'm like, okay, because it it should be considered like an off limit type thing. But I guess a lot of people won't sleep won't sleep with their balls. You know what I'm saying? So you know, not for me. The next one is sex dream about someone you hate. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of those. And shit, I labeled it as hate fucking, you know? Um, I was like, okay, I don't want to expend my energy. I really don't want to do this, but it was there. Or the moment clicked. Or just being me, you know? So I think it was more, it had more to do with impulsiveness than actual sex, you know, because like I said, it was there and you acted off the impulse and, you know, you did what you had to do and you bounce or, you know, uh, they love, whatever. The next one is the one that I know many people have had. I've had this thousands of times <laughs> and what's funny okay what it is it's the dream that your partner has cheated oh my god now you're talking about something that would tap into your soul especially if you have having problems or like for me i used to work that late graveyard shift and act a fool before i go to work so my girl be sitting there like, mm-hmm, okay, yeah. So around two o'clock, I want to call and make up and be like, babe, I'm sorry. Shit, she ain't even pick up that phone, y'all. <laughs> you talking about somebody was sick. I got to eat my lunch. I'm like, yo, how much sick time I got? I need to go home. You're like, man, you ain't got no sick time. I'm like, shit. Man, you call at three o'clock in the morning and you got like, uh, what, four hours left and they don't answer that phone? You lose your mind, man. Why you answer your phone? What's up? Who you with? You know, who you scoring? Who you creeping with? I know we had problems before I left this mug, but what's up? We supposed to work this out on the phone at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they weren't trying to hit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that one right there taps into you. You know what I'm saying? It, it's uh, just the thought of it now make my skin crawl because I've been on that, been on both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? I've done it. I purposely didn't answer my phone. And then I know with me doing that shit, 
they did the same thing because it's called karma. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you do, that shit will come back to you. You know? So, yeah, for that to happen, that kind of like blew me. You know? And it's one of those things where your instinct kicks that you just know something about. And it may not be what you think it is, but something ain't right. So you're going to have to talk it out. You're going to have to sit down and be like, yo, it's driving me crazy. I can't sleep. I can't eat. You know, we either got to decide we're going to do this now or we're just going to move past each other because you drive me crazy. You know, so. The next one is, last one is sex dreams with your partner. I didn't too much think about this one. And after reading about it, it made sense because it occurs a lot of times when people have dreams or thoughts about a celebrity, an athlete, maybe someone they see on TV that they have in high high regard, you know, and um, they want to be with that person. But then reality kicks in because the chances of you getting with that type of person on that level is not going to happen. Chances are very slim. It doesn't work in your favor. So then you you look at you look over to who you have next to you and they become the fill-in or the substitute or the person that you should be thinking about, should be dreaming about. And then you just start to happen. You just start to have those type of dreams about that person you're with, that person who is realistically right next to you. You know, um, it's it's more common in a relationship because that person is available. That person is right there. So those are the four sex dreams that people in the regular normally have. Sex dreams with your partner, excuse me, sex dreams with your boss, <laughs> sex dreams with someone you hate, dreams that your partner is cheating, Ugh. and sex dreams with your partner. Okay, the next topic will be fantasies. Uh, Fantasy sex is the number one most sought after sexual desire by women. It is considered to be better than the real thing because it helps get you off without having someone who's clingy or being clingy with someone. Meaning that, you know, there are times when you just want to lay back and think about somebody, do what you got to do, go to sleep, and not have. Uh, a warm body next to you, want to lay up under you or, you know, breathe, you know, the air you're breathing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also read that that book, what, Fifty Shades of Grey, was ranked in 2019 as the best erotic fiction of the last decade. I haven't read the book yet. A lot of people try to tell me it's a good read. When I saw the trailer for the movie, 
it didn't move me. It didn't, it didn't spark an interest. So, you know, one day I may get around to reading this, and it's weird for me because of the podcast that I have. Here I am talking about erotica, and I haven't read that book. So, who knows? I might get to it soon. May not. But um, I heard that it's filled with passion, lust, raw emotions, and it just one of those books or one of those movies that made people comfortable to act out their fantasies or even talk about them, you know? So we'll see. I'll see if I check it out or not. Um, for some, an intense, intimate fantasy is just moments away. You know, I know couples who have gotten together and put together a word-by-word script for plenty of, of, of sexual scenarios, you know, um, from ordinary couples exploring new boundaries to people who had those crazy desires, you know. Some of them was were like very deep, dark, and shit, almost wicked, you know? But they was able to bring them to life, you know? And by bringing them to life, they created the passion for their lovers by making their dreams come true. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a part of any sex club or anything like that. Well, I have a lot of friends who are openly talking about their sex lives, but I have been around some people where we've had intelligent conversations about sex and it was just amazing to hear a lot of people different stories. You know, how they vibe, how they got down, what made them tick. So, um, yeah, that uh, that's one of those things where that it helped me get to this point where I want to talk about sex and erotica and fiction and stuff like that because in my mind I can remember having those intense conversations or those conversations where we're sitting around drinking some wine, you know, and just uh, talking, just vibing off each other. And being open, you know, nobody really trying to give with nobody, nobody. It was mainly with couples, you know, never, I've, I've had more conversation like that with couples, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times I was kind of like the only dude there, you know, so I'm going to give you a couple of fantasies that people experience. The first one is getting caught. The risk of getting caught with a lover, the excitement of performing even being watched is a thrill for some who consider it to be taboo. And these type of fantasies are considered to be calm eternal. Shit, uh, over 50% of people uh, acknowledge these fantasies and enjoy them. Uh, 
I read that it was like, what, 61, 62% that enjoyed, you know, the excitement of getting caught. I, I guess the element of somebody walking up on you and seeing you in that moment and you not being able to stop or not wanting to stop, that's the balance. You're getting caught and you're like, fuck it. I'm caught now. You see me now, so I'm just going to complete this and knock it out and deal with the consequences later, whatever they are. You know. The next one is being dominated. Now, for me, not one of those things I care about. Uh, and I guess being a man, I'm not one of those people who like to be dominated. Now, have I been dominated? Yes. More than once? Yeah. But it was for the benefit of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I walked in and said, hey, baby, dominate me. Nah, we sat down, we talked, and, you know, I made it known that, hey, this is what I like, this is who I am. And it was like, okay, well, what if I was like that? And then that's when we had to really break that down because I'm like, okay, you got to understand who you're dealing with. I'm a strong, willed person. So for you to get me to that point, I got to really be digging on you. I got to be feeling, you know, if it's going to be anybody going to be dominated, it's going to be you, not me. But then you have to give a little bit in order to get something. So I had to put aside my, my manhood or my manly way of being for, for the relationship or for the act that we was getting ready to, you know, get ready to do. And I was able to do that. No problem. Long as you understood the parameters and you knew what I wasn't going to accept, then we was cool, you know. And it states that 53% of men think like I do. Where on the flip side, 64% of women enjoy being dominant. You know, I know for men, they look at it as a weakness. It's one of those things where if I show you that you can dominate me in the bedroom, then your ass might try to take it out of the bedroom and dominate me. And that's just something that a lot of men are not willing to, you know, uh, give into, you know. But like I said, if you have that conversation, if you, you know, establish that, Established, like this is only the bedroom, and you know, this is only for the moment, it's not my thing, but you know, I want to do something different. Okay, we can do something different and see how it goes. Um, also, I know one time someone was like, But let me blindfold you. I'm like, what? Nah, you blindfold me, and somebody come up here and rob me or do something crazy. Nah, I, I mean, and I, I would start to pack. I know me, I would lose my damn mind. Like, nah, that's that's not gonna happen. Another fantasy is role play. And with this one, I would say something like a stripper being seductive because it creates an illusion that fulfills the need to be seduced by a woman who uh, that you don't normally encounter on a regular basis. You know, um, I know I've experienced 
fantasies where the person who I was with wore a different wig, wore a wig. Uh, I also can remember um, being text throughout the day, get, receiving sexy text messages and building up that sexual anticipation, you know? And when I got to the house, it was like the person had on stripper attire and they performed a striptease, you know? That combined with the sexy text messages was all I needed because she had me going all day, all day for like eight hours. And then when I got home, the fantasy became reality, you know? So um, I know, <laughs> I remember um, one time, this person, I actually dated a stripper and she worked at Club Nikki's. Now, a lot of y'all don't know Club Nikki. This one of them joints back in the 90s. And if any men who are listening who went to Club Nikki back in the day, and maybe some women know to get down in Club Nikki. So this person enjoyed doing striptease because that was her thing. But I didn't feel special because she was doing that for other cats. She was providing that fantasy for other dudes. So it was like, at first it was cool. But then after a while, I started thinking, she ain't nothing special about this. Because what you're giving me, you're giving them the same dude. I'm just not giving you no dollars. You know what I'm saying? I ain't giving you no change to do nothing strange. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, Club Nick. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Okay, moving right along. My bad. My bad. I had a moment, y'all. had a moment. Um, another fantasy is sexual, excuse me, sensual massages. Um, I know with this one, a nice sage candle and a lover who gives you, who will give you a rub down for say like 30, 20 to 30 minutes and also commit to it because when they commit to it, they, they're preparing the mind and the body for this, you know, for the height of stimulation. And also with that, uh, with that, uh, fantasy comes the happy ending fantasy. And for all who don't know what happy ending fantasy is, please look it up because they do work. That's all I'm going to say about that. The next one is voyeurism. Now, this is one I didn't too much care for. Never done it. Um, I know people who have admitted to it is on the side of um, perverted. You know, it it has that thing where when you think of you think of someone as a pervert because um, they may be watching somebody and the person's not known it's not does not know that they're being watched it's un it's unknown to them that someone's watching them you know what i'm saying so that's one of those fantasies i don't too much care for uh, i know people who have done it and you know, sometimes I've heard that it can be done amongst par partners, whereas it's done in a sexy way. Kind of like, almost like a strip tease without a, 
all the the added extras that a stripper would do. You know what I'm saying? It's more when you're just sitting there, you just you and your partner, and you just kind of like touching yourself a certain way, and they just sitting there and they're enjoying it, and you know, um, not my cup of tea, but you know, I heard it works for other people. So, and the last one is unattainable. This is one of those fantasies where you may be married and you may, um, no, you may be divorced or split up with someone and you decide you want to get with your ex friend or cousin or auntie or brother or say you can't have you can't pursue a fantasy because the person is long distance. You can talk about it, you know, and you can, you know, dream about it. But to actually pursue it would be kind of senseless because say if they live in what, Ethiopia and you over here in California, the chances of you fulfilling that fantasy is slim to none, you know? So um, it's, it's that person is not available for you, so it's it's, it's probably not going to happen. More than likely, it's not going to happen. So, with that, that ends the different fantasies and dreams. Um, I know a lot of times people want to express their dreams and fantasies, but they may be scared that the person that they're dealing with may not understand it or may think that they're weird for thinking that way, but you got to take that chance. You got to, you got to let it be known what it is that you like, what you need, what may help um, if you have issues. So just step out there and just go for it. So, um, once again, man, I, hey, this has been very refreshing. I had to do this like three or four times because <laughs> I messed up a couple of times. And then um, I heard somebody um, outside making noise. So that just threw me off. And then I had like the long pause. And then I, after listening to it, I could hear the noise. So I, I try to do these, these podcasts with as little noise as possible. So, um, yeah, I want to uh, say thank you once again. Thank you for the love. Thank you for giving me your time. And if you want to, you know, share a story, share a comment in a respectable manner, share some thoughts, hit me up on the email when he speaks erotica at gmail.com. And please, Please be safe. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. You know, stuff is crazy out here. So cover up. When I say cover up, I don't mean men cover up. You know, I mean cover up. Put your gloves on. Put your your mask on. Cover your face. Get some shields. Because this thing out here is serious, y'all. This ain't no joke. Sit you behind home. 
go to work or just stay at home and take care of yourself. But this shit is killing people. And I just want you to be safe. Take care of yourself. And until next weekend, please stay up. Hit me up if you need to talk. Email me. And I will talk to you next Saturday night. Peace.